Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Salt and Burn This, a supernatural rewatch podcast. My name is Sammy. I'm Valerie. Thanks for joining us once again. So today is a rainy, drizzly, bowl, uh, cold in the bone day. Mm-hmm. Like I haven't been able to get warm in my apartment, you oh. know, and I don't want to turn the heat up so hot that you're just like, <sighs> but it's. It was so it was cold and misty and rainy and cold. it's not miserable. It's just it's a it's a wintry day minus the snow. Yeah, because um, it's North Carolina. And then so watching this episode again, I was like, I'm freezing. The entire I know time I it's out. constantly <laughs> snowing or raining or, or something. Raining. And I felt and for not, them. And they're not bundled up at all. I mean, and they're not no. out there in short sleeves, but they're not wearing winter wear. Right. You know? So just watching them, I was like, uh-huh. <laughs> I had soup for lunch. <laughs> you know, I was mm, like, soup. I just, right? My only deal with soup is it doesn't stay in you long enough. I'm starving like an hour after I eat soup. So I love like holding a warm bowl. I love eating and how it uh-huh. makes you feel. Hour later, I'm like, okay, I need a steak or something because <laughs> I'm starving. It depends on the soup. Oh yeah. I mean, if it's a good like potato soup, right? Potato like that, soup or butternut or squash lentil. soup. Yes, mm-hmm. that can really. But the fill problem you up. with with butternut though is that I, it's so tasty to me that I want to keep eating it. Like yeah. I'll go back go for ahead. the second bowl. Yeah, go ahead. It's okay. <laughs> okay. Now I really want that. <laughs> I re- now I really I'm sorry. Want- <laughs> That's okay. That's okay. I did ask for a couple of cookbooks for Christmas, um, like an Instapot, because you gave me your Instapot. So yeah. I asked for an Instapot cookbook. I asked for an air fryer cookbook because my mom got me an air fryer for my for my birthday, or was it for Christmas? She's always she always misses whatever the occasion is, and so yeah. she gives us so what she like calls in <laughs> yeah, she gives us like an unbirthday gift, like that's her. <laughs> she loves to quote Alice in Wonderland, and I'm like, but what is it for? <laughs> what did you give me this gift for? Um, I won't lie, it's a beautiful air fryer. It's one of those that like you can put a pizza in or a oh, small wow. like rotisserie chicken in, but it also like flips up so it doesn't take up space on your countertop. Oh, very nice. I of course don't have any countertop, so I put it away anyway, but still <laughs> it's nice that it it just kinda and I have to learn how to do more than just like air fry green beans in it. Right. I do I have an air I, I bought an air fryer and that thing I actually do use. Do you use okay. Uh, yeah, it sat on my uh, like my rack for a long time because mm-hmm. I bought it I think because like Amazon had like a treasure truck sale or something. I was like, oh, that's a great price price for an air fryer. Uh, and then I got it and it was so huge. It's like yeah. this big. It's like this. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, like okay. Oh, oh boy. Um, it's really good for tater tots. <laughs> Oh yes, and then finally, my uh, my friend who went to Comic Con with me, he was just like, "You've never used this. You have to use it." And I used it. I think like we went out to dinner, and I took home what was left, which was like a burger and fries. And of course, fries taste terrible the next day. Microwave, y- or, yeah, micro, yeah. or even in the oven, they're not great. Even in the oven. 
And then I put those things in the air fryer and I was like, oh my God. Yep. This is when amazing. Yeah. If I ever get like delivery, um, mm-hmm. and here in Charlotte, delivery is miles away. So by the right. time it's not like New York where you're going to get your food and chances are it's going to be hot, you know, yeah. chances. Yeah. Charlotte, no, your food is not going to be hot. <laughs> and so if I order something, I automatically now just put it in the air fryer. And I was like, yeah. yeah. It's so good without that weird mm-hmm. taste, like not that weird microwave taste. And you also don't heat up the entire oven and it doesn't take forever. It's just like it right. crisps up and it, you know, melts the cheese and it, oh, yes. So it's really good for that. Love the air fryer. Yeah. Any air fryers want to sponsor us, we would not be upset. <laughs> oh my gosh, sponsors. <laughs> should I know. We're that. nowhere near there, but it's <laughs> 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 Season 2, Episode 16, Roadkill. The highway's only haunted once a year, and we got till sunup to wrap this thing up. Sam, Dean, and a near victim race the Earth's rotation to vanquish a ghost who kills on the anniversary of his death. Written by Rael Tucker and directed by Charles Beeson. Uh, it's interesting because it sounds a little bit like... Um, <laughs> sorry, it's my phone. Um, what was that? Bugs. Where they were like racing against sunset, or not racing against, but racing for sunrise. Sunrise. Oh yeah, by the end you of know? the episode, yeah, where they're just yeah, like, the, oh, it's like dun 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 dun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Are they yeah, gonna yeah. live? You know, till the sunrise. Yeah. And with the this night episode, that lasted like two minutes two and fourteen seconds. Yeah. Like <laughs> Luckily, they didn't fall into that trap no. on this episode. No. Um, and while there was the, uh, you know, they they tell us in the beginning, you know, pretty much that they're up against the clock. Mm-hmm. They're up against the clock. But I never felt like they were racing. There was times when, like, Dean would be like, you know, come on, let's go. But I never yeah. felt the pressure of, like, the ticking clock in the corner of the, the right. screen, which was nice, mm-hmm. which is nice because it allowed us to focus on other things happening in the episode. But it also yeah. gave us a reason to, like, wrap things up, you know? Yeah. We need this. This is great. We got to keep going. Right. So in the recap, in the then, we get, again, the saving people hunting things, the family business. So this has now become the tagline, I I feel, of the show, uh, which is great. And it's totally stuck through the end of time. In fact, Jensen's even still using it for his uh, his beer company, the family business, right? (laughs) The family Family business business beer company. Yeah. Yep. That's exactly right. Love it. It also keeps harkening back to how young they were. Like every time it clips back to that, I'm like, they've aged so much already. I know. <laughs> Particularly you know, Sam's haircut. It was just yes, so so <laughs> sweet with the yeah. yes with the bangs and the yes. But yes, the hunting people, saving things, uh, keeps coming up. Um, <laughs> oh, did I say it wrong? Hunting people, you said saving hunting things. Hunting people, saving things. That's That'll, those are the that's, that's the supernatural world's motto, is like the monsters of the supernatural those world. Damn like, Winchesters, <laughs> yes. hunting people, saving things. Oh, 
Amazing. I'm so okay, sorry. Okay, so yes, <laughs> no, that was great. I'm not、um, cutting that. <laughs> Just so you know. <laughs> and once again, Valerie says things correctly. Not. Oh, oh God. Okay, so hunting things, saving people, is、the、brought、family. up again. All the yeah, all the images are this time are of like ghosts getting you know yeah.、Smoked. It's pretty much all of the ghosty things, like the、yep. significant ghosty things that they've hunted and like their demise.、Uh, but also that discussion of you know that Dean sees things in black and white. If it's evil, we kill it. Period. End of story. And Sam、yep. being like, wait, no, there's shades of gray. You know. Yep. Yep. And of course, you've got Bobby's line in there. A storm is coming, and you're you guys are. Right in the middle of it, yeah. Like, ooh, but so this is like a—it's br- kind of a broad recap, right? It's like、bit. it's not really pointed in any kind of direction. It's just like, okay, they hunt things and save people,、right. but they、cool. luckily—I don't want to say luckily—that's not what I meant to say. But this time, oh, no, Daddy, John is not in this. That clip of John leaning in and talking to Dean isn't in there. You know, there's no, there's no Daddy clip. Oh. In this one, so for me, I, I kind of did a whoo. You know, we're not doing、uh, the the yellow eyed demon story. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I gotcha.、Um, so that kind of made me. I don't want to say like, oh, <laughs> yeah. You know, but I felt like it. It, it was going to give us another break. It wasn't going to be so heavily、right. dramatic on on right. Sam. Right, because we did And... get a break with the last one. Yeah,、um, but the trick is、yes. so, like major break with that one. <laughs> major, major break, and and and、uh, without being a spoiler, they gave us a break on this one too. Yeah, so thank yep, you, yep, yep.、Mm-hmm. thank you, thank you. So, but now,、uh, they did they did hit us up with like major pop culture movie references、yes. in this one. They stepped、yeah. away from it for a while, and now it's like boom, right back、mm-hmm. in. <laughs> yep. So now,、yes. a husband and wife. On a road trip, they are obviously lost, and they are obviously <laughs> angry at one another for being lost. Never been yeah, there. Yeah, luckily though. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, luckily though, the husband's like, "All right, I admit it. I got us lost, you know." Yeah, and he's he's trying to keep a keep it light, you know,、yeah. which I appreciate. Instead of them, instead of him being like, "No, I'm a man. I won't stop for directions." He's like, "No, I'm a man. We can't stop for、yeah. directions, you know." <laughs> so we're not a not in our DNA. You know,、right. so he's trying to keep it light, even though they're on this like dark, snowy winter, like mountain road with no、yeah. other cars on it, no, no light, lights, no lights on it.、Mm-hmm. Yes, exactly, exactly.、Yeah. It was they were a cute couple, and you know he was trying、yeah. to tease her, like she's like frustrated and pissed, and I get that. And、yep. he's just like, oh come on, do pookie 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 pookie, kissy kissy kissy, yes. And she starts to fall for it. She's like, "No, I'm mad at you." Yeah, <laughs> you know? yeah. No, come on. No. And unfortunately, it looks up at the last second to see a man standing in the middle of the road. Yeah. Uh, and you know, she hits the brakes. She turns the wheel, and they go sliding off, careening off the side of this like mountain road, uh, and crash into trees. And then sometime later, she comes to. Uh, she's very disoriented, as one would be after a crash like that,、right. and、uh, her husband David is missing. Yeah, no, his door is open, but he's 
like he's not there not in the car he's not outside of the car and she's that's the first thing she says when she kind of comes to is like david mm-hmm. you know yeah. she like she puts, she's like oh she's got a busted lip the windshield mm-hmm. is smashed the car is smoking and she's like david david gets out of the car and goes looking for, for david, david. She, right. she goes wandering off looking for david just calling his name david she doesn't find david but she does find kind of a creepy house in the middle of the woods as one does <laughs> as one does uh, in supernatural <laughs> <yes>. <laughs> you know goes inside to see if anybody's there and she sees the the back of the man that she swerved to hit you know he's wearing the same like the puffy vest and a, and a hat you know, it spooks her, but she's also like, "Oh, I'm so sorry." Oh my God, you're o- are you okay? Yes. You know, look, yes. you're you're here. You're okay. Uh, you know, I'm so sorry. Yeah. And this guy t- turns around and he's like <laughs> holding his basically his innards. Yeah. In his in his hands, he's got a massive massive belly wound and he's bleeding, and he looks at her and opens his mouth and blood pours out of his mouth. And he starts also like decomposing, like the the, the special effects, right? Uh, and then at he least turns on, into, like, on our, our new, yeah, yeah. Which like, uh, which is a like shame me- that these these special <laughs> effects from you know fifteen years ago don't quite hold up on these newer yeah. TVs with the the four K or the um, uh, HD. I don't have four K, but even HD, or just, just the like, size of the TVs yes. we have now. Yeah, yeah, it's just it looks like oh, that oh, looks cheesy. Yeah. But I'm but sure it, it didn't ex- then. Or at, right, she screams, mm-hmm. blackout, title splash. Right. Okay. So about this actress, you mentioned her last time in our other yes. episode. Yes. Aren't uh, you? She... Th- don't you? Don't you watch Battlestar Galactica? Trisha Helfar. Um, I watched it initially. Um, uh, I here's the thing. I watched the original Battlestar Galactica when I was a kid. Okay. So when the when the reboot came on, I watched it for a hot second, and I was just like, "Eh, it's not doing it for me." As a fan of the old Battlestar Galactica, and so I did not invest any time with it. Now, also, Trisha Helfar as <laughs> as one of the lead characters in this Battlestar Galactica is almost unrecognizable <laughs> as the actress you see now oh, in, okay. in this episode or in future episodes when she's on like Lucifer. Uh-huh. She is stunning. But in Battlestar Galactica, yes, I did not fully recognize her. I did not put oh, two, well, two I together. Guess, like I know, like, cause you mentioned like Stargate and Star Trek and like all of this stuff. And I feel like Battlestar Galactica would be a show that you would be into i wanted Um, to be into it (laughs) i absolutely wanted to be into it and uh, Um, when i learned that she was on battlestar galactica battlestar galactica i was a little (laughs) shocked that you didn't mention that as the thing that you recognized her from (laughs) because i didn't she looks completely different and i hate to say it it's because she's blonde on uh-huh. Battlestar Galactica and everything I've seen her do since then, she's not. Uh-huh. Had I watched this episode at the time that it was put out, anybody who recognized this actress would have been like, oh my God, Battlestar Galactica. Oh my God, it's Trisha Helfar. And yeah. so that fan base would have brought Ben watching this episode for her. Yeah. I just watched it and I thought she was fabulous. It wasn't mm-hmm. until later that I was like, oh, that's yeah. her. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so, so after yeah. the title splash, yes, <laughs> it's still on Molly. 
or I'm sorry, we don't know her name yet, but her name is Molly. Um, she runs away. She's running into the street and looking for a car. A car does come. It's the boys. How about that? And she <laughs> does the whole stop. Very yeah. much like uh, Austin Powers, in you know, with the... <laughs> in front of the steamroller. Stop. <laughs> Except the Impala is going much faster. Yes, it's way more urgent than that. But yes, um, yes, and they they slide to a screeching halt just before they hit her. Yeah, she goes up and bangs on the window, and she's like, "You have to help me! You have to help me!" Sam rolls down the window and says, "Okay, okay, we'll help you. Just tell us, tell us what's going on." And she does. <laughs> so the next thing we see is them just standing outside the Impala while she's, you know, telling this this story. You know, that she, like, almost hit a guy, and then they crashed into a car. She woke up, her I husband can't, was missing. I can't find my husband. And they're, they're like, all right, well, get in the car. Let's go. Let's get you out of here and get you safe. And she's like, no, 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 no. Where's my husband? I have to find my husband. Yeah. And they Just can't he- get her to, to like, leave. So it, so right. they're like, okay. We'll, we'll, she's like, you ha- let me take you back to the car. We'll have to go. We, maybe he went back to the car. We have to go back to the car. They go to the the crash point, but her car is missing. Gone. She's freaking out, as one would. You know, she's like, I swear. I swear swear this was was the tree that I hit. This is a tree we crashed into. And this is, it's like, this is where the car was. Who would have taken, who could have taken the car? It was totaled. It was totaled. Yeah. And so Sam and Dean have this, like, little aside with each other. Mm Mm-hmm. And uh, and it sounds like they're looking for somebody else at this time. They're like, Greeley's going to show up. We don't have much time. You know, what are we going to do here? Because this is taking us away from what we're actually doing. Was looking for this guy named Greeley. And, right. and they also saying, don't. They also don't seem surprised that the car is missing. You know, they're like, oh, okay, oh, right, uh, okay. okay, yeah. Let- and, How and is she's this going trying to affect to convi- our timeline? Yeah. Right. And she's trying to convince them. She's like, I swear it was here. But they're like, no, no, no. We believe you, but we, we yep. have to get you out of here. Yeah. We have to get, and it makes it, they make it sound like it's because something worse is coming. So let's clear out of here before we get caught up in this thing that's coming. Right. Right. And she's like, no, 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 no. I have to find David. Maybe I should go to the cops. And this is how dire the situation is, is that <laughs> they both are like, yes, yes, cops. great idea. Great <laughs> Let's idea. go to the cops. Oh, my God. And so <laughs> they get in the car mm-hmm. and are driving to, I'm assuming, the, the police station. And as they're in the car, she mentions that they, that, as a Mary, as a uh, for their anniversary, she and her husband were on their way to Tahoe, so there hasn't been a map quest moment Mm-mm. yet in this episode. So if they were on their way to Tahoe, I'm assuming there would have been close to Tahoe if they were trying to get there for their anniversary. <laughs> you mm-hmm. know, so I don't. I mean, I'm I'm assuming somewhere, you know, right. within a few hours drive of Tahoe is where they are right now uh, of, on either of Lake of Lake Tahoe of Lake Tahoe. Yeah. But she's also depressed because the last thing that they did before he disappeared was have a fight. You know, she called him a jerk. They were just arguing and one of those, like, regretful things of, oh, my God, what if the last thing that I ever called the person that I love the most was a jerk? Yeah. And I never see him again. 
It's like it was just one of those fights that you have with somebody because you're trapped in the car with them. <laughs> you know, and Sam yeah. and Dean are like, yeah, we know. <laughs> yep. We are familiar with those. And then all um, of a sudden, the radio turns on by itself. By itself? And it's playing The House of the Rising Sun. Molly recognizes as the song that was playing while they crashed, which it was. Like back in, it the, was. in the recap scene, we did not say, but... On the radio, yeah, as they the were driving, that was playing in the background. Yeah, yeah. Sam or Dean, I forget which one. One of them was like, "That you? Did you get? Did mm-hmm. you do that?" And mm-hmm. the other brother's like, "No, wasn't me." And as soon as he says that, the radio switches, goes through the whole like runs up the dial uh-huh, through all the static, yeah. and it stops on a static station. And you hear everybody hears, "She is mine. Mm-hmm. She is mine." Mm-hmm. Like come over the radio. It's not a song. It's just words. Yeah, like a hoarse whisper. And they look up in time to see a man mm-hmm. standing in the middle of the road. And this time, instead of screaming and slamming on the brakes, Dean floors it. Yeah. He's like, hold on. Floors it. And of course, yeah. Molly's like, what are you doing? Yes. Yeah. And he floors it, guns it towards this guy in the road and blows right through him. Just poof, ghosts. Ghosts right through him. And this, of course, blows Molly's mind. She's like, right. what? just happened and they keep driving fast out of there while she's freaking out and uh <laughs> sam is just like don't worry everything's gonna be okay seconds before the engine sputters and dies and die. yeah. car's dead and yeah. dean's like it's not gonna let her leave mm-hmm. so sam and dean they they still seem to have a plan this is like this is they they don't seem to be taken aback by any of this this is just like okay, check this off the list because now we have to move on to the next thing. They get out of the car. Dean goes to the trunk and starts doing the hunter thing. I know. So, like, Molly's sitting there already in disbelief and in shock that this guy that Dean tried to run over didn't get to run him over because he smoked away before her very eyes. Um, Now they're just, like, nonchalantly opening up their trunk of weapons in front of her. (laughs) And so now she's like, uh... Um... I'm going to go. Does like the tiptoe back away kind of thing, you know, like, <laughs> right. thanks right. guys, like, no, but thanks. I, I don't feel like being murdered here today by you guys. I'm just <laughs> yeah. gonna, I'm just gonna go. I'm going to fail. And, uh, <laughs> and then the, at this point they get right to the point because they did mention earlier while Molly was stunned that her car was missing by the tree she crashed into they did have an aside in the aside discussion. Maybe we should just tell her the truth. No, she's going right. to run in the opposite direction. Right. So here now they kind of have no choice but to, we tell, have to her tell her something. Right. Yeah. About the ghosts that they're hunting, which Dean right. literally just says, like, we're hunting he, ghosts. Yeah. Like, well, how do you think we found you out here? He's so blunt. You know, yeah. it's it's like he's like, I don't have he's basically saying I don't have time to do the whole, you know, truth is out there with you. Yeah. We were here for a reason, you know? Mm-hmm. What do you think? How do you think we found you? Right. You know, how do you think this this happened? We were out here hunting something. And it They're was for a ghost. ghosts. He says we're hunting. Mm-hmm. For what? Hunting ghosts. ghosts. And, yep. and Sam's like, like, don't sugarcoat it for her. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And here comes sweet Sam, you know. Yep. And Sam tells the story of the guy in the road, basically. Yeah. Of, like, who this guy is, this ghost that they just, mm-hmm. you know, drove through. Yeah, that he died 15 years ago on the highway. And each year on the 
anniversary of his death, he haunts that road, and he's looking for somebody to punish for it. Or and his death. boys are there to yep. stop, try to stop him. So we've, you know, off camera, they've already done the research. They found, like, this case, you know, so now we're kind of smack dab in the middle of it. Yep. yep. And she half and- thinks that these guys are crazy, but also <laughs> Dean makes good points. So it's like, yeah, we're crazy. You know what you saw. You saw that guy disappear out of nowhere. You saw that guy, like, holding in his intestines. Farmer roadkill. Yes. (laughs) They they actually called out the title of the show, Roadkill. But, yeah, Dean, he's back to being Mr. Black and White, you know, Mr. Abrupt. Yep. And Sam's being, like, the gentle, caring, trying to break it to her easy. Like, let's, Mm -hmm. let's, you know, be sympathetic to what she's going through while we try Mm -hmm. to figure out this case. And says something. He's like, some spirits only see what they want to see. Yeah. Because she's like, why is this Why? Why is this ghost here? Like, why is he trying to, you know. Why is he after me? Because. Why is he after me? Know, why is he punishing me? I didn't, you know. And the answer is, I don't know. But maybe some spirits only see what they want to see. Yeah. And then comes the recognition of, oh, my God. Did he take my husband? Is my husband also part of this punishment? Right. Greeley have him. Have my husband. We have to go find my husband. Yes. She's back. The boys don't respond to that. They give each other kind of looks, but they don't say anything to Molly. I thought it was kind of interesting because them telling, giving her the whole truth is out there stuff um, is the same thing. Her recognition was kind of along the same as like Linda Blair's in. Oh, what was her episode? Uh, I never remember. I just keep saying the Linda Blair episode. The Linda Blair episode. You know, because it was an outsider brought into the supernatural world, like into the supernatural lore, you know, and so the boys had to do the same thing. You know, they're doing their supernatural thing and now they had to bring in an outsider. And uh, and for me, it was kind of the same recognition of first they're like, the women are like, "Mm, what? And then like one little proof, one little proof, they're like, oh, I can trust these boys because something weird is happening. The usual suspects, by the way. Thank you. That wouldn't have come to me. No, I had to look it up. (laughs) Oh. (laughs) So they promised to help her if she helps them to locate where it is that she saw the guy. Yeah. Head off into the woods. They go into a creepy building, which they think is maybe his hunting cabin, because it's not really a house, like the, the furnishings on the inside. Yeah, it's definitely the same cabin that she was in earlier. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no sign of grave, so they can't salt and burn a corpse. Salt and burn! They even say that out loud a couple, I mean, a number of times in this episode. <laughs> well, yeah, there was a whole, like, coming up uh, shortly, they, they kind of have, like, a salt lesson or a lecture, which they haven't had yet. <laughs> you know, so it's like, oh, now well, you're explaining why salt. Why is salt? Useful. Why salt? Yes, exactly. Yes. Exactly. So, but, but right now, she's like, why do you need the grave? Oh, so we can salt and burn the corpse. Salt, salt oh, the corpse, naturally. Right. <laughs> right. she's like oh so so you guys are like ghostbusters <laughs> yeah <laughs> dean dean at this point is like yeah yeah you know all right fine we're like ghostbusters but look we still got to go you know time yeah. time's ticking you can't yeah, keep he's out of patience and out of niceties yep yep yep, yep. we got to find this corpse 
so as they're like walking, was it before they get to the cabin though, as they're walking through the woods, um, looking for this cabin, Molly hears somebody call her name. No, it's after the cabin. It was um, oh, it's because they, they didn't leave- find anything in the cabin. They yeah, have to so leave. like, there's no, there's no gravesite here, but he's got a thousand acres, so uh, we have to go check. Yeah, I guess we got to look around a thousand acres okay, for this right, gravesite. Right. Um, so they're back outside, tromping yes, through because, the woods, right? Because this is where Dean mentions that they have until sunup to solve the case because Correct. they he only hunts it one one night Once a year. A year. Sam and Molly are tromping off one way through the woods. Molly thinks she hears somebody say, Molly, help me. Mm -hmm. And she's like, oh my gosh, David. And so stupidly, as these characters are wont to do, breaks off from Sam and goes off towards the voice that she thought she heard. Right. Right after Sam is like, stay close. She's like, yeah, of course. Yeah, okay. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, it's... (laughs) And immediately puts herself in danger, you know, and goes off after this voice. And as it turns out, it's not David. It's Greeley who has materialized and grabs her. And you see his, like, you know, his bloody guts again and his bloody face. And um, as he's grabbing her, you immediately see a shotgun. There's there was no pause. There's a shotgun in the frame. Mm-hmm. And boom, Dean pulls the trigger and and blows the ghost away. <laughs> Howdy. <laughs> you know? yep. Bye. So Dean totally knew this was coming. Yep. Uh, rock salts the ghost and uh, and off he goes. Okay, so here is where the rock salt or the salt lesson comes in, you know, because she's yes. asking all these questions. She's almost treated. I feel like this was almost like an internship, you know, like <laughs> which, right? how much she's information all is the be- questions. Yes. Yeah. Um, she's like salt. And they're like, yeah, a lot of cultures view salt as a symbol of purity and therefore it repels anything impure. Just like when you Unnatural. Yep. salt over your shoulder. Yep. And I was like, oh, that was kind of yeah. nice. I mean, I already, I mean, there's so many ghost movies and stuff that use salt as a repellent, like Hocus Pocus. Like, that's a huge factor <laughs> in Hocus Pocus of, like. Come on, come on, come on, come on. Yeah. The they did a film. lot of exposition in this episode without yeah. it being a, a running line of exposition. Sure. Mm-hmm. You know? And it was kind of nice the way they, they did it through this third character saying, wait a minute, but, wait a minute, yeah. but, you know. Yeah. Yeah. And they actually, she actually asked questions or brought up points that I think we just took for granted. Right. That we assumed we just knew. Mm-hmm. There's a, there's two or three, I, I started saying, this was the best quote of the episode. <laughs> and then like another one came up and I was like, oh no, this is the best quote of the, <laughs> of the episode. So after Dean, uh, you know, shoots the, the ghost with the rock salt and, and Dean is like, look, let's follow the creepy brick road. And they follow this path through the woods uh which takes them to um a house they actually come out of a clearing to this this creepy you know rundown house and this i wrote down was the best quote dean says <laughs> just once i'd like to round a corner and see a nice house yeah <laughs> and i was like i had that exact thought just before he said it i was like <laughs> and here's the creepy house you know yep and just once, I would like to round the corner, and there's a nice house. Right, <laughs> right. Know? 
So they go inside this house, which has it's you know overrun the the it's overrun with vines. It's dirty. The right. screens it's like are an broken. Old farmhouse stuck in time almost. It's yep. Yeah, kind of cool. It's um, dirty I, on the inside. Yeah. yeah, I also just I really liked this like cinematography shot where they had of the screen door, you know, yes. the two of Sam and Molly going in, kind of looking around, and then later Dean opens it up, or, it and in. it's still on the outside of the screen door, which has a huge hole in huge the screen. Hole. Yep. And so, yeah, you're watching them from outside. They go into the house, but you don't go in the house with them. You're watching them from outside. It was a nice little touch. Yeah. Uh, And uh, and inside this house is just as cold and dark mm -hmm. as it is outside. You know, obviously there's been vandals or not vandals, but, you know, someone else has been using this house. There's bottles, there's graffiti on the walls, not a ton Mm -hmm. of it, but there's enough that somebody else has been crashed in this house. But Dean says, no gravestone out there. So that's great. Um, So then they split up to search this huge house. Sam and Molly go upstairs to look for, like, any kind of records or documents or whatever. While Dean searches around downstairs. And lucky for Sam and Molly, all of the documents are there just strewn across (laughs) the floor. Every document, every receipt is, like, just (laughs) scattered. You can almost Um, see Sam go, (sighs) research here we go yep um but uh but molly finds a photo album she finds a photo album over by the windowsill and flips through that and she finds like happy pictures of uh Greeley and his wife like they're like standing in front of their new house like ta-da look we've got our new house you yeah. know and then there's pictures of them in front of the cabin like and here we are in front of our awesome cabin you know living our dream you know these are happy yeah. photos mm-hmm. and there's and it's i guess it's not just a photo album it's like a scrapbook because it is there's a scrapbook, like yeah there's love letters in it and molly's like oh my gosh these are beautiful these are letters some of these are letters that he wrote to her yeah you know he was quite the um, romantic like and she even says she's like how does how does this man you know this man who writes love letters turn into this horrible ghost who's trying to murder us and then sam who's very who really shows his sympathetic side here he's really feels for these spirits cuz he says you know they're not really the same people that they were in life they're wounded animals. They're lost. They're so involved, like in depth of their pain, that they kind of yep. lose themselves, and they're stuck in this loop of their own tragedy over and over yep. and over again. Yes, yes. Then they they don't know how to let go. Yeah. Dean comes upstairs, having not found anything downstairs. Uh, checks in with Sam and Molly. And uh, still no indication of a, <clears throat> excuse me, of a grave and, or a grave marker of any kind. Mm-hmm. But, Sam, but Dean notices um, like a panel uh, behind one of the pieces of furniture. Yeah, somehow he noticed a, a trap door. Behind, yeah, behind, <laughs> behind this, this piece of furniture that was completely blocking it, by the way. Yes. There, was yeah. a, a, there was a small pop culture reference just before oh. that. Because oh, he walks in on Sam and Molly being, you know, Sam being, you know, Mr. Puppy Dog Sam. And yes. he's just like, yeah, he gets a little J-Love Hewitt with all of this. <laughs> Ghost whisperer. He is always comparing Sam to either a woman, <laughs> yeah. you know, or some sort of emasculating character. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. 
So not that there's anything wrong with being compared to a woman, but no. I think as a man being compared to a woman is I think the intention there is is, is to uh, emasculate him. Yeah. Yeah. So Dean magically divines that there's this uh panel uh behind this dresser and that it's locked from the other side. Mm-hmm. And in true Dean fashion, kicks his way through it. Bam, bam. He like twice kicks it because the first yeah. one didn't work. <laughs> I kind of I thought it was going that. to. I, <laughs> no, I enjoyed that because he had this look like, yeah, I'm just gonna kick this door in. Yeah. Oh, and it didn't. Uh, no, okay. took a took a second one. So kicks open the uh, this panel, and it's not like a full door. It's literally like a, a half a t- door, like a, half, uh-huh. a little crawl through a crawl space basically and they crawl through into like it's just basically another attic room is what it looks like Mm -hmm. um and he's like "Ugh, smells like old woman in here (laughs) and the little comic moment the next thing they see is this dead woman hanging from the rafters he's like oh all right well that's why (laughs) that explains it you know i was like that that was cold that was cold, but she's clearly been hanging there for quite a while. It's yeah. not it's not a juicy corpse at all. This no. is a dried out, mummified woman. Yeah. yeah, but they do guess that it's Greeley's wife and that she hung yep. herself. And, and Molly's really sad because she's like, oh, she couldn't, she live, couldn't live without, without her without husband. Him. Sam, he moves to, like, take her down. And both Sam, uh, Dina and Molly are like, why? <laughs> you know? why? Which I thought interesting, because I'm like, of all things, Dean should know you should just cut her down. And I I was thinking they, w- they would just salt and burn her just for safety's right. sake. Right. You know? I thought that, too. And But Dean looked quite, I mean, literally taken aback, like, why would we do that? I was yeah. Like, Sam, Dean, why are you so taken aback? <laughs> salt and burn her. Let's go. You know, yeah. this is what we do. Um, Sam is very, like, no, we can't just leave her like this. She deserves she to be put this. to rest. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We don't just kill things. We kill evil things. So mm-hmm. let's, you know, let's be human about this. But yeah, I was like, well, why, do you make, why don't we make sure she's not going to be a ghost? You know, come on, Dean. They're digging her grave. Yes. And then Molly's asking more very poignant, good questions. Like, okay, so... What happens, you know, when they go? Like, what happens when you put them to rest? Right. Questions that haven't been asked or answered. We've just all assumed. Yeah. Like, well, they just go away. (laughs) Not here. (laughs) Not here. And that's the good thing. You know, that's all Dean cares about. It's like, as long as it's not here, I don't care where they are. Exactly. As long as they don't come back, that's all that matters. Yeah. Is, is it a better place? Is it worse? Like what? What? And, I, you know, I personally like, I just assumed know. from previous episodes that they would either go like because their journey was interrupted, you know, and based on that mm-hmm. episode that Dean was in where uh, it was the first episode of season two, right, where Dean is trapped. He's, uh, he's, he's Yes. Mm-hmm. He, we the Reaper's trying to get him to let go and just die so he can go on his way, but he's not willing to leave his body. And mm-hmm. the ghost is like. I mean, the Reaper's like, you're just going to become, you can stay here, but without mm-hmm. your body, and you're going to become a horrible, horrible thing walking this earth. Yeah. So that was my assumption, is that when you die, if you became a ghost that was trapped in the realm, that you would either then continue on your journey to either hell or to heaven. That was my assumption. Mm. See, I would assume just because the Reaper put so much importance on you have to come with me now, 
mm-hmm. um, because she doesn't know where they end up going. Right? She's right. just the she's she's, she's just the uh, the career. The, what, yeah. What's the guy? With well, the the sticks guy? The guy who'd like oh the, uh, the, the rowboat on the river sticks. Yeah. You're you're yeah. just the boat captain. You're just the deliverer. You're just the messenger. You're just the transportation right. <laughs> the transportation right and when then once you get there that's up for somebody else to decide but she laid so much importance on you'd come with me now and then you can continue your journey there or you stay here and then who really know like even i i felt like the reaper still didn't even know what happened to you or you just kind of cease to be anything or maybe you just automatically go to hell i don't know i didn't view it as a good thing as staying on this earth just hoping that somebody would burn your bones or whatever and finally put right. you to rest right i guess at, I, least, I, I at su- least in supernatural world when it comes to other ghost movies such as ghost you know once you finish your unfinished business then you move on to wherever you were right. destined to be right well, that, that's what my assumption was, is that yeah. no matter which direction you were headed, yeah. if you stopped and were trapped on Earth, uh-huh. that once, if someone, let's just say you were an evil son of a bitch, um, but you were trapped on Earth because you were an evil son of a bitch and you couldn't let go because you had that hate, so much hate, until someone salt and burned your bones, you're stuck on Earth. But if someone salt and burned you, then you went, you, you finished your journey straight down to hell. Mm-hmm. But if you were... Uh, you know, somebody else who started out good, let's say like John Greeley, that you started out as this loving man and then, you know, you were you were killed, but you have so much anger, you know, trapped on earth that if someone salted and burned your bones, then you would then continue on your journey to heaven, your your or, evilness. Or yeah. do, do the do the powers that be, the judges, take into account your afterlife. What you did. Right the see, that was something that I did not take into consideration is is what what you became once you were trapped right. on earth right still kind of well, unanswered we but molly asked the question that we all just yeah, took she for did. granted you know right and she's like so what happens when you're put to rest she, yeah she totally uh, asked the why 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 yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly exactly and uh and like even and when, dean's um, like doesn't matter as long as it's not yeah, here doesn't matter doesn't matter we we can move on right and Sam more gently is like speculating, well, that's probably why the living cling so much to death and the dead, or I, I'm sorry, it's probably why both the living and the dead both cling so much to life is because of the fear of the unknown. Of the unknown, right. And uh, and then Molly kind of hears this, but then switches back to where's my husband. She starts focusing back on where's David, where's David, we yeah. have to find David. Yeah. And so now we're, now I'm seeing it as her obsession. It's, I, I mean, did too. I, get I was it. kind of just like, but God, yeah, know, given everything that she was just exposed <laughs> to, she still keeps flipping the switch back to where's David? Yeah. So um, back in the old house, Molly is still fixated on that uh, photo album that that mm-hmm. um, the scrapbook. Probably just feeling pretty sorry for Greeley, honestly, even though he is a creepy ghost. Sam and Dean alone. Or at least away from Molly's earshot, or like, dude, we have to tell her. We have to tell we her the truth tell about her. what happened to yeah. her husband. Dean yeah. is like, nope, that's just gonna, that's gonna Freak make things out. worse. Yep. Let's just stick to the plan, and then we yep. tell her. And then right then is when Molly overhears Walks in. him. Tell me what? Mm-hmm. You know, what aren't you telling me? And once again goes to, what aren't you telling me about my husband? Yeah. And just then. 
that song comes on again. You hear like the static of a radio and you hear that um, that House of the Rising Sun song mm-hmm. comes on. And I was like, mm-hmm. this is so Final Destination. Because <laughs> <laughs> I like, didn't like John Denver start playing every time somebody was about to die. I've never seen any of the Final Destinations. Ah! I've seen oh. enough of the trailers to know what the movie is about. <laughs> any time a John Denver song came on, somebody dies. Which I found hysterical. That's pretty funny. Um, But so that's why I wrote down. I was like, ooh, Final Destination. At least they're not playing John Denver. So, but (laughs) as soon as that song comes on, everybody in the room is like, he's here. They know. They know that that's what that means. Dean goes over, uncovers this like beautiful, old, dusty, giant radio um, that is playing this song and is, and discovers that the, it's not a it's not plugged in and b the plug has been sheared off anyway so there's no way that this this radio is just playing yeah (laughs) he's here and then also he like looks up at a window that starts icing over and then doing the frosty thing yeah and then forms the words she's mine mine. and then sam who has been (laughs) protecting molly uh, in the other room steps away for like Two seconds, which <laughs> is long enough for Greeley to smash through another window, grab Molly, and seemingly disappear. disappear. Yep. Because they run out of the house looking for her. She's yep. nowhere to be found. There's yep. not even, like, a sound of, like, footsteps heading anywhere. So they can't find her. And they're like, oh, God. They, one of them was like, we have to find Molly. The other one was like, no, we got to find Greeley's grave. You know, right. this is like... This is, we are running out of time. Yes, there's only two hours until sunset. I mean, uh, sunrise, uh, but till that point. And then Sam, like looking in the scrapbook, happens upon a photo of the cabin, but happens to be missing a tree that he thought he saw there where the couple was standing. Oh, no. Oh, of course. Why didn't I think of this before? That old, you know, tree is a grave marker, country custom. Bury somebody under, you know, bar- bury somebody and then plant a tree over them. Yeah, that's. <laughs> and then and Dean, Dean says is like... the thing that I've been thinking for the past few episodes or so. It's like, you're like a walking encyclopedia of weirdness. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I know. <laughs> that sounds like, yeah, yeah, I know. Uh, he admits it. Second great quote. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you know? So then now they know they have to go back to the cabin back to the cabin where there's now a tree there wasn't a tree in the photos but the camera takes us back to the cabin and molly is there molly Mm -hmm. is trussed up arms above her wrist she's hanging by her wrists um Mm -hmm. from you know from the ceiling and uh greeley is there and he's still just as bloody and nasty as he was before um and he just wants to hurt her and she's like you don't have to hurt me you know, it's not going to bring your wife back. I know what happened. You know, this isn't, you don't need to do this. And and Greeley's like, I have to hurt you. I don't have my, my wife is dead, but I have you and I'm going to yeah. hurt you. Yeah. And you're never going to leave. And he just starts torturing her, like literally gouging out her skin with his fingernail. Bloody fingernails. Ugh. Yeah. Gets her across her chest. Mm-hmm. And then he does like one across her her midsection and is just gouging yeah. her. And as soon as as soon as he does that, Dean bursts in, mm-hmm. right to the rescue, to the rescue with the with the rock salt, blam. So Greeley's gone for now. Mm-hmm. 
<laughs> another great line which is molly says oh thank god you know and dean has to say you can just call me dean <laughs> which i was thinking you know he's very nonchalant you know yeah. for for the things that are happening i kind of i like his nonchalantness because he knows what he's battling you know what i mean this isn't something new it's a ghost he knows what has right. to happen yeah um so i appreciate the the monotony <laughs> of them having to salt and burn a ghost's bones you know right. but a part of me is like come on <laughs> you know <laughs> but this time uh Greeley comes back faster he comes back yeah. and he fights back and he uh -huh. starts fighting Dean. Yes. And he does He's that got, like whole... Jedi mind tricks going on. Yes. He does that whole mind blast thing that you or, I guess about. it's more and... the force, not Jedi mind trick, but it is. Well, like he's using the force to like, he scratches Dean across the face. Right. And then yes, he Which... mind blasts him against the he's... wall. Yep. And Dean can't move now because he's being held in some sort of ghostly mm -hmm. para force. paralyzed state. In the meantime, Sam outside is frantically digging up, mm -hmm. you know. And you hear Dean in the, the cabin tree. go, hurry up, Sam! <laughs> and uh, this now, Greeley, now that Dean is, like, frozen up against the wall, Dean, uh, Greeley is able to, like, divine a knife, you know, that's, yeah. you know, he's able to grab a knife and he goes over to Dean and he's, uh, you know, he's able to almost basically kill Dean. Yeah, like, he, he gets close enough to, like, stab him, and, and Dean is, like, trying to hold him off, and they're kind of at, yep. a, at a standstill. But then just in time. Finally, <laughs> just in time, Sam lights the match and is able to throw it into the grave and uh, where he has since poured gasoline and salt over the bones of Greeley mm -hmm. and starts the bones afire. And Greeley, I, I feel he fought it. I mean, he felt it. He felt the burn, and he fought it. Yeah, he did I was gonna not say, want to go. No, I definitely felt like he was either in pain or just yeah, I, exactly I, trying to fight yeah. it, avoid it, something. Yeah, I mean, yes, I felt the pain, but at the same time, I felt like he really wanted to do some damage before he he, he really wanted to hurt somebody. Yeah. But luckily, his bones were burned poof he disappears mm -hmm. dean is freed from the um the spell or whatever was holding him and the knife falls to the floor and the knife falls Ex right exactly first moments later they are all back at the impala they're trying to take molly away and she refuses she refuses until they tell her what happened to her husband well she thinks she still thinks Greeley killed him Right, because she's like, all this time, you knew what happened to him, and you refused to tell me. All you cared about was getting this ghost. You didn't care about me or, or my you know, husband, right? my husband or getting us together. You knew that he was dead, and you just didn't tell me. You used me as bait to get what you wanted, which was to kill right. the ghost. You didn't... And Sam gives her the, the revelation. Part one of the revelation, yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah. David's alive, and we'll take you to him. Mm-hmm. So off they go. Yes. <laughs> and they pull they... up in front of this nice, cozy, warm-looking house. Mm -hmm. uh, they get out of the car. She walks up the steps and stops because through one of the front windows, she sees David, mm -hmm. who is like in a bathrobe. It's early morning, right? It's still dark out. He's pouring yes. coffee. But she's like, wait, that's that's not him. It's because he's older. Yeah, you he know? looks a lot different. A lot than the last different. Time she's seen him. 
you know and then while she's watching a woman walks in in a bathrobe mm-hmm. kisses him mm-hmm. you know as basically a couple going about their early morning time to get ready for work stuff yes confusion and, ensues on molly's face yep, yep. And, and sam so now sam has to explain to molly part two of the revelation the part two of the revelation <laughs> right which exactly. is 15 yes 15 years ago there was a car accident on highway 41 where you and your husband hit jonah Greeley with your car david survived but you and jonah didn't you did yep. not Dean pitches in. So, There's not just one spirit haunting Highway 41. There are two. There's, and now through a series of flashbacks, we see what actually transpired with both Sam and Dean mm-hmm. and with um, Molly and Jonah. Yeah. It's and like it's a flashback David. of prior to prior to where like the episode started was their research phase. You know, they're coming across the case of... You know, in the past 15 years, 12 accidents have come across this road all in the same night. Five of them were fatal. And all of the witnesses that survived say they saw a woman being chased by a bloody man. man. And so they managed to track down David and they were Mm -hmm. interviewing David uh, Mm -hmm. in in some alias. They were in in suits of some kind or nice clothes, just not in their hunter wear. And they they're just like we just need to salt the salt and burn the bones. So they they're asking David where's where where she where she buried, mm-hmm. and David says Molly's not buried. She was cremated. You know, so that's that's question. Uh, I guess wrench in the works number one is that right. there's like, no oh. body for Molly. <laughs> What's keeping her here? You know, so oh, yeah. there's that. So and then right. and then there's the timeline of yes, the and then time- it goes through the episode where they kind of hit like the key points where there are clues abound. Where after you watch you you watch the episode once and you're like oh what and then you watch it the second time and then you're like oh there it is there it is there it is there it is yeah. there it is you know all these mm-hmm. little bits and pieces where it's just like aha aha aha. Yeah, we tell her the truth, she's going to run the other way. Some spirits only see what they want to. Some spirits just can't let go, et cetera, et cetera. And it's all kind of coming back to Molly a little bit. Because Molly, though, is still stuck in that. She still thinks it's 1992. Right. They're like, no, it's 2007. Yeah, even though they've told her that she didn't survive this crash. Yeah. She still doesn't get it. Right. She still doesn't get it. And I thought it was interesting that when they're, you know, they've got the flashbacks, but it's Sam and Dean speaking in real time, in modern mm-hmm. time, in present time, over the flashbacks. Um, they cut back to Sam and Dean telling Molly the story. Yeah. And every once in a while you see that Sam and Dean, remember we mentioned that it was like cold and rainy and snowy and, you yeah. know, it's just, it's raining and it, Sam and Dean are getting wet. Mm-hmm. Every time it cuts back to Molly, she's not. Yeah, she's she dry. Is. No, she's no. Dead. In the faraway cuts, she's dry. When they started doing close-ups, you could see that she was getting a little bit wet. But in the faraway are you talking cuts, of, oh wait, where she like after when she, she was saw sitting the... like right before she was after she saw David and she turned. I definitely and thought facing. that she was wet. I kept seeing like her stringy oh. wet hair. Oh, I just kept seeing how dry she was compared to <laughs> to Sam and Dean. <laughs> but they also say that every year Greeley has been punishing somebody for his death and that somebody has been her. It, yeah. 
That the, he every year he he captures her. He tortures her every single year, every single time. So she it's does not, not remember it. I was gonna say my confusion was over the people who died on that freeway, and they didn't die because they were killed by the ghost. They died because they, they interrupted were to hit somebody, the scene yeah. exactly and swerved and either hit a tree and died, or mm-hmm. you know, luckily didn't die. Right. But so that was part of my confusion. I was like, wait, like what is Greeley doing? Like. So, yeah, so it wasn't that he was directly killing them because of his anger. He was chasing her down and killing her every time. Yeah. And not every year has there been an accident. They said 12 accidents have happened in the past 15 years. So I'm sure maybe three of those nights or three of those years, there were no cars. There just happened to be someone driving. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Which is how Sam and Dean figured out when to be on that road. Right. She, but she does not remember being tortured, but that's also part of the – because you chose not to see it. Right. You only spirit, – some spirits only see what they want to see. Right. And But she's also just destined to keep this – repeating this torturous loop. Yeah, yeah. Um, without remembering. As evidenced by Molly saying, I still need to talk to David. She yeah. still needs – has that urge, that need – to talk to David, to, to yeah. talk to her husband. Or Dean says, we won't stop you if that's what you want to do. But just so you know, you're going to affect him. You're going to affect David right. for the rest of his life if you yeah. do. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and Sam kind of talks her back again and says, you know, he, he loved you. You know, he already, he knows you loved him. You don't have to tell him. You deserve peace from all of this. It's time for you to move on. You don't belong here. You don't deserve this existence. Right. Like, he's already said his goodbyes. Now you have to let go. She's kind of coming to terms with the fact that she's dead. (laughs) But also, like, now her questions are coming back, right? And the, like, well, what's next? If I do let go, where do I go? And unfortunately, they can't answer that for her. But. Yeah. Like, but but this is no way to live. This isn't unquote. for you yet. You don't deserve what's happening to you now. So yeah. it's time to see what else is there. And that's Sam. That is 100% sympathetic Sam mm-hmm. leading her towards whatever, leading her away from whatever she's been doing, what's been happening to her, whether yeah. it's into something better or something worse, as long as it's not this, she doesn't deserve what's happening to her now we kind of see the sunrise start to happen and then we see uh molly's made a decision Mm -hmm. and you see her kind of turn into the sunset and you know light ensues yes it's it's a nice overly poetic moment but it's nice nonetheless yes Yes, exactly (laughs) um (laughs) and dean softens a little bit Uh he softens a little bit this is what he gives her he's like ah I guess she wasn't so bad for a ghost, you know, nice lady, nice lady for a ghost, you know. And again, I just want to say, you know, based on Dean's previous experiences as an almost ghost faced with that decision to either stay. He doesn't remember. He doesn't. No, because remember when he woke up. You know, Sam is like, remember you, there was a reaper, you know, they were chasing you. And and he's like, nope, don't remember it. Now, Dean oh, God. wiped. It's in the vault, so to speak. Because that's all I was thinking during this. <laughs> I was like, Sam, I was like, Dean, 
Come on, man. You were faced with the exact same conundrum. The exact same choice. To was, stay but... and try to avenge but become evil in your in the process or to let go and just let things be as they're supposed to be. And it's because he doesn't remember. Nope. Son of a bitch. Yep. Well, I'm going to leave that because then Dean, Dean leaves us with a, well, I guess we won't know what's out there for us until we take the plunge. Right. And I just wrote, yep. Yeah. <laughs> And then, but Sam, because he's on this, like, yeah, I hope she goes to a better place and, and hopes kind of the whole point. And then they give a little call out to the inspiration of this episode. Entire episode, yep. Where Dean calls Sam, all right, Haley Joel. Haley Joel Osmond, yeah. Yeah, which is road. the sixth sense, the, little, the yes. child actor, which, by the way, a brilliant movie. Oh, the yeah. sixth sense. Absolutely yeah. brilliant. And so, of course, great homage to this yeah and throughout as i was watching i was like "Ooh, this is very this smacks of of the sixth sense not in a bad way mm. not in a oh god this is cheesy way but i was like clever this is clever yeah. this is that yeah. and because when the first time i watched the sixth sense i i was what yeah. you know i yeah, completely yeah, yeah, yeah. bought into all of it so yeah. the revelation the big revelation had me like looking at the people next to me in the theater going, wait, what? Uh, huh? What? Yeah. <laughs> so I had all of those moments. And so in this episode, when I started to see this happening, I was still stuck on um, Greeley, which they did a great job in making us follow the Greeley monster of the week story. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And, and it wasn't until towards the end where I kind of went click. Okay. I get it. And I'm going to wait for it. I'm going to wait for them to tell me. And then I was like, aha. This, this, this episode was wiped from my memory. Um, when I watched it, it was brand new. Or even nope. if I had kind of remembered it, totally forgot the ending. Nope. Totally forgot. I totally did not forgot. see it coming until, yeah, I guess maybe a little bit towards the end, you know, like maybe after Greeley, they like killed Greeley and they kind of got into that little mood. Yes. I think maybe yeah. that's when I was like, huh. Uh, and that's when you can start doing your own flashbacks. Right. Like, oh, right. Dean Sam said these things. Yeah. You know, Dean was very matter of fact about all of this. You know, like I said, he was so nonchalant about the whole ghost business is because he knew that they were on track to do these things which was right. salt and burn Greeley, but also salt and burn her or release her set her to rest yes. that was part yes. of the plan the whole time so he just had to bide his time but time was fleeting right i also wonder if maybe he was hoping that some of these things would jog her memory or you know help help yeah, things knock click her out of it it's like yeah. hey we're hunting ghosts hmm? get it Ghosts? Yep. Does that? Yep. How did we find no. you? Hmm? Okay. So in my, in my in my reading in my research, the team, particularly Eric, wanted to do an episode like this for a while. Yeah. You know, they had this idea of like, what if we did a ghost, but they didn't know that they were a ghost until the end. And they totally, <laughs> they definitely, they absolutely gave credit to Sixth Sense. They're like, what if we did a Sixth Sense type of thing? You know, it's not, yeah, they stole from it, but also it was, 
they realized they were stealing from it or inspired by sure. it, whatever you want to call it. And Rael Tucker decided to take it on. She's like, I think that I can do this. I want to crack at this. Because they tried like a few different ways and they're like, this isn't going to work. How do we do this? And it's uh-huh. just not, not happening. We'll never, I guess we'll give this idea up. And Rael Tucker was like, no, I want to crack at this. And while it took several scripts for it to get there, finally Eric was like, oh, my God, I can't believe that you one. did this. Wow. I never thought that this would happen and you did it. This is amazing. Wow. That's that's amazing. That's just awesome. I just want to give a little a Valerie silent clap for <laughs> 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 because I was absolutely uh, fooled. Like they, they yeah. did the twist. The twist absolutely got me. Yeah. Had I not been aware of the Sixth Sense movie, Sixth right. Sense yeah. movie, this episode would have full on taken me by surprise totally. because of how well it was done. Yeah. But because I already had that twist, you know, in my brain, I was like, could it be? <laughs> right. You know, one of the things we we didn't mention was the uh, the House of the Rising Sun by the animals. I mean, we mm-hmm. mentioned it, but. I there's I mean the song doesn't doesn't impact the episode all that much mm-hmm. other than this is kind of just this creepy build of a yeah, yeah. Of, of haunting music. Yeah. And uh, the only thing I really like researched about it is that it's um there's two two stories behind the the song. One is it's a house about a song about a brothel. <laughs> um yeah, the other in, mm-hmm. the other interpretation is that it's a song about a women's prison, but whether the house of the rising sun is a physical building or not, the story itself is about um, a life gone wrong. So I I thought it was an interesting song to, to, to use. Yeah. You know, it's not that any of these people were like degenerate gamblers or things like that, but there right. something went wrong and it led them astray, you know, from right. their, what their path was. One was getting hit by a car <laughs> and needing revenge. And the other was, hitting someone with their car and yeah, needing and- to say goodbye to their husband. I've I've always I was always creeped out by that song anyway just because it's such a like dark yeah. and foreboding Haunting kind of song. Haunting is an excellent way to describe that song. Yeah. I love that song. And it's I feel like it was such a happy accident that this show already uses the classic rock as their soundtrack. You know, it is kind yeah. of this timeless music or it's already old for even them you know mm-hmm. uh right and then the, they use this song so it's not out of place either that this couple is listening to this classic rock song and then the classic rock keeps coming back because it's it doesn't date it because these people if she does not look i mean she looks like she's from the 90s i guess but but also timeless it feels like she could have easily fit into the early 2000s anywhere. yeah yeah anywhere I, this was just a, a, a again. I thought it was a really good episode. It was really it wasn't meaty, but it was dark and meaningful. They did. Know? They, and give, it was they some, gave a lot of um, uh, ghost hunting lessons. Or there's a lot of exposition philosophy. into the yeah into the supernatural world that even Sam and Dean didn't quite know, which which mm-hmm. was interesting. Um, you know, and it wasn't Bobby teaching them. You know, and yeah. calling them idiots for not knowing. It was them acknowledging that there's stuff that they do what they do but they don't always know what happens when they do it and yeah very well acted loved the guest star she did an excellent job and even the boys um because they also knew 
the twist at the end. Like, they knew what was really going on, the actors. So then they had to play in a way that wouldn't give away, give away. Yeah. the ending to the audience, yeah. which I yeah. feel like would be a really tricky thing to do. Yeah. They could have really made a mess of the Molly mm-hmm. character. Yeah. And I, although I wonder if Molly was a, a little ghost throw, a little ghost shout out, because Molly was the name of um, Demi, uh, Demi Moore's character in Ghost. Oh, really? Oh, yeah, I guess she was. Yeah, um, maybe. <laughs> but they could have just made her this, like, weepy or vapid character. Mm-hmm. And she wasn't. She was just genuinely confused and genuinely motivated at the same time. You know, yeah. she was she was moved by the the romance of Greeley and his wife. You right. know, she wanted to get back to her husband because she wanted to say, I'm sorry, I love you. I don't want to, you know... I don't want to end whatever's happening here on a fight. But her confusion was genuine. Like, mm-hmm. I don't understand. Mm-hmm. I don't understand what these two men <laughs> are trying to do. Right. You know, what's with all the weapons? Yeah. And, <laughs> and even even when faced with the, with the ghost, she kind of took it in stride, but with, I think, a proper amount of confusion. Yeah. So they could have, they, she could have been overdone or way underdone. And it wasn't about, you know, uh, a girl running screaming through the woods. Did you take a peek at the next episode? I did not really take a peek at the next episode because I know what it is because this episode makes me really sad. Oh. And I don't want to watch it yet. <laughs> oh, no. Okay. But the next episode okay. is called Heart. It's oh. another uh, Sarah Gamble, Kim Manners banger, um, oh, I'm sure. But great. Yeah. Looking okay. forward well, to then. that, to, to being sad. Yes. Um <laughs> make sure i watch it at night so i can just drink and uh... exactly <laughs> i mean it's not so, so sad but it just it, i don't know it makes me i oh, remember some being episodes like, are sad oh. Some are... oh no okay this one i it's like one of the few of uh, uh season two that i i do remember thank you everyone for listening to this rewatch of roadkill we will see you next week for heart please be sure to subscribe and follow and rate us on apple podcasts or anywhere that you can find podcasts also you can follow and subscribe to us on all of our social media we are at salt and burn this on twitter and at salt and burn this pod on facebook and instagram thank you everyone we will see you next week bye bye